Good morning. My name is Nathan. For those of you who don't know or may have forgotten, uh, yes, I've been here a while now and it's been a wonderful experience. So um, it's okay if you have forgotten my name. It's okay if you do forget Nate's name. There's a reason he gets up and says it just in case. This is a very big spiritual family now. Uh, it's a wonderful thing, but it's also a lot. Um, there's a lot of people to get to know and to try and connect with, even just on a surface level. I commend you for taking the time to do that, uh, to get together as spiritual family in the different ways that you do that, particularly taking time after services to sometimes be a little bit brave and start a conversation with someone you don't know or haven't really talked to very much, or even just to connect with the people that you have good relationships with, to spend time after the service connecting together. As I'm coming to the end of my time here on student placement uh, next week, I feel as though I have been welcomed and invited in and accepted, and that has been a part of that. And I want to thank you for that feeling that you have given me of being welcomed here. I also want to thank you for the opportunity to share what I believe God is saying. This is a great privilege for me to be able to do this. And this morning, I want to talk about being careful of comfort. I wonder as we begin, what do you imagine? What comes to mind when you think of comfort? Maybe you imagine a sturdy, well-padded chair and the bodily comfort that that provides. Perhaps comfort makes you think of people or a certain person who comforts you, who gives you a sense of emotional comfort and support. Perhaps You simply think, bed. It's the easy option for a reason. That comfort of the end of the day, that rest that comes with sleep. But I would be surprised if anyone considered or had thought to themselves, I don't like being comfortable in any of those ways. I'm most comfortable when I'm being challenged stretched beyond my limits. And stranger still would be to think, we need to be very careful of this comfort, how comfortable we are and how much we value it. But comfort can lead to complacency, and that is an issue. As I read the passage, I invite you to consider comfort, what it has to say about comfort reading from Deuteronomy 8, verse 6. So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. It is a land where food is plentiful and nothing is lacking. It is a land where iron is as common as stone and copper is abundant in the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, Be sure to praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. But that is the time to be careful. 
Beware that in having everything you need, you do not forget the Lord your God and disobey his commands and regulations and decrees that I am giving you today. For when you have become full and prosperous and built fine homes to live in, your silver and gold have multiplied along with everything else. Be careful. Do not become proud at that time and forget the Lord your God who rescued you out of the land of slavery in Egypt. Do you feel the discomfort of that warning? At this point in Israel's story, they're not long out of Egypt. They've won a couple of important battles and they've settled for a while to get instructions from God. They know Moses won't be going into the land. So here he is warning the people to be faithful and obedient to God, to build lives around practices and commands that he gives, that just settled and been given the Ten Commandments. Which practices in our lives can we point to as being ones that help us to remember God? Having just done the week of prayer, whether you pray by a window, with others or just on your own, it's a really great practice. As an opportunity to focus on God, be honest and just talk with him. Taking that opportunity to intentionally sit with God, to speak, to read and to listen. Continue that. And meeting together on Sunday to worship together. The fact that you're here is great. It can be difficult for all kinds of reasons. And there are times when people are unable to be here. But it's such an important practice. Being together in community is what builds the relationships of the spiritual family. Sunday's not the only opportunity to do that. But it is a very good one. However, it's ideally something that orients us for the rest of our week. Like the Sunday before the week of prayer was designed to orient us toward the week of prayer, specifically made to take us in that direction, lead us to think and consider what is God saying? Where are we going? That's what each Sunday is supposed to do. Remind us of God's goodness, his love and his worth, and to go out into living our lives in a way that honours him. As we go about our day during the week, considering what Sunday brought up for us, what mattered to us, whatever it may have been, and discuss it with God and with others. That's a practice we all struggle with. How many times can you remember getting to church and thinking, I don't remember what we even talked about last week, but we're doing it again. (laughs) And so it's something we all struggle with, and I hope that we'll learn to journey from week to week, intentionally considering what God is saying, building a practice of allowing all that we do to be shaped by what God is doing and saying in our lives, in our community, and in our family. I've also noticed the practice of reading the same scripture. 
I love the way that you've got the same devotional readings set out as you go through each series, reading whatever's going to be talked about together. The same thing, trying to understand it, to work through it together. The various ways you've made plans to meet together, whether craft group, prayer meeting, play group, youth or connect groups, the various ways that you do that are wonderful, giving structured and planned times to connect with each other, whether you focus specifically on God or whether you talk about your lives, what's happening for you and chat through life and faith. These ways you can be involved in each other's lives are so important and so valuable. When our lives are full of healthy practices, it's like a sunflower turning to face the sun. We seek God who provides for us and we continually engage with things that remind us of our need of him. Remind us of his love, his grace, his constant presence with us, but that he provides so much. He provides everything that we need. Like what Moses was telling the Israelites, get comfortable with God. Get comfort from God. Don't get comfortable with these other things these fine and wonderful things, this abundance that will be provided for you and there will be an abundance. It will be very easy to get distracted. Get comfortable following God. Get comfortable having practices in your life that remind you of who God is, all that he has done, that he is worthy of worship. Because the alternative is this sense of comfort that allows us to forget God. That it is him who has provided for us because he has given us so much, because he is so wonderful, we are able to imagine that it was by our own strength that we gained the things that we have. For us, this can look like a number of different things the things we've needed and even prayed for, and even prayed for a lot and over a long time. Whether a job, losing a job, house, a car, the things that we need and work for and pray about, things that can easily be taken for granted like having food, As Moses says, when you have eaten and are satisfied, give thanks to the Lord for the good land he's given you. Give thanks that he provides your needs. It can be something like the coming together of two communities. As you get comfortable as one community, it can be easy to forget that God made this possible And not only made it possible, but did it for a reason. God brought this community into being for a purpose. To serve and glorify himself and for your benefit. For the benefit of the church in the world 
Deuteronomy 8, 17 to 18 says, You may say to yourself, My power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms his covenant which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. It is important to remember that even the ability to produce wealth comes from God. That that covenant has continued and was renewed even to today. The practices we have to help us to connect with God and get to know him are so important. God won't always tell us to do what's comfortable, but he will always provide us with comfort. Jesus promised that when he said he would send the Holy Spirit, calling him a comforter. We need to grow in the practices we are doing and continue to learn to fill our lives with practices that help us to get to know and that turn us toward God and unite us as a family who are Jesus-centred. Prayer comes to mind as something to grow in. To grow in prayer is fairly simple. As we live our lives, situations change. We pray about different things and perhaps even pray in different ways. As we get more comfortable spending time with God, the nature of what prayer is changes. Rather than setting aside time to pray, we end up praying most of the time. We recognise that conversations where we struggle with others and connect with others in a spiritual way is just a different form of prayer. Worship services are similar. We spend time together, enjoying each other's company and seeking to know and love God more and more. We'll learn how to care for one another well. Through meeting together, through being together, that's why being authentic is so important. This is how we see lives change learn to get to know each other, get comfortable and comfortable with God. Because what we do, the way that we live, becomes so focused on God that we live differently. We don't live the way the rest of the world lives. We fill our lives with all kinds of things, some important, some necessary, and some distracting some good, some enjoyable, and some just ways of passing time. I took a leave of absence from the choir of which I am still a member, the Metropolitan Male Choir of South Australia. I joined because my grandfather was a member and he invited me along to see if I liked it and join if I did. I had many years in that choir and thoroughly enjoyed my time. 
The reason I took the leave of absence was because I was beginning my first placement. Things were piling up, studies difficult enough without having the responsibility of learning about ministry while attempting to begin doing ministry. I needed to free up some time, some energy, some resources to have fewer responsibilities. The hardest part of letting go wasn't the choir itself. I loved the singing, but it was missing out on the opportunity to spend time with those people and particularly my grandfather. But what I realised was that I couldn't let that get in the way of serving God. I felt cold to let go. To fully commit to serving him and learning how to serve him. Sometimes even a good thing can get in the way of serving God. Being obedient is about doing what God says now. And sometimes we get confused and think because we're doing a good thing or even something God told us to do at one point, we need to keep doing it. I would suggest that either we've become too comfortable or being called to grow in that practice. The skills that the choir taught me, the enjoyment of praising and worshipping God and everything else that I learned there is actually pretty helpful in worship leading. It helped once I saw it that way. When we talked about Daniel last week, we can hear in his story how he had this good but comfortable practice. There's a sense of him doing what was comfortable for him. It was his common practice to pray the way that he did. His practices were important to him. They'd gotten him through hard times. He didn't let the external pressure change what he was comfortable doing because he knew it was right and good. He was able to evaluate it. I had to realise that the skills the choir had taught me, the years of enjoyment, weren't in vain. I enjoyed getting to spend time with my grandfather in particular, and I would still be able to do that. But I needed to let go of this particular thing even though it was a great way of worshipping God and getting to spend time with other people who enjoyed doing that, to focus on God and to devote myself and my time to doing what he was telling me now was more important. It was uncomfortable. I particularly didn't like feeling like it was the right thing to do to let go of this practice. But as I focused my attention on God, I've become comfortable that it was the right thing to do. I've become more comfortable struggling with and discerning what God is asking me to do. I've become more comfortable with God, following wherever that takes me. A great part of that is that it brought me here. 
turned like the sunflower and found that when I was properly oriented, whilst I wasn't necessarily comfortable, I was getting what I needed. I'm still learning, but I'm getting more comfortable listening to God and really relying on him for everything that I need. We fill our lives with various things. Things we need to do, things we want to do, and the time in between. As we seek to hear from God and follow him, making time to spend with God, getting comfortable, is very important. Taking the time to recognise all he has done, all he is doing, and to listen. To hear what he is saying now. Growing in the good practices we do, doing them even more, as well as being willing to let go of what's comfortable, the things we always do. to make some space and some time in our lives to orient ourselves toward God and follow where he's leading now. As we finish, I want to give you some time to consider comfort. Where do you get your comfort? What is the comfort that you value? How comfortable are you with God? Maybe consider what practices will help orient you toward God to get comfortable. Take some time to write something down or talk with the person next to you. I'll pray and then we'll have communion. How comfortable are you with God?
Lord and Heavenly Father, our God and King, our Comforter. Thank you that you come close to us, that you know us, you know our need, and you do provide. That we do not need to worry about how we will go about our days because you know them, Lord, each one. You journey with us through everything. Help us to turn to you, to where you are leading now. Help us to spend time getting comfortable even doing uncomfortable things, letting go, treading new paths, beginning a new chapter. Help us to look to you and to take our comfort, thanking you and praising you for all that you do. Lead us on. Lead us on, Lord. Amen.